0: Hey, hello there. Thank you for tuning in to One Crazy Mother. I'm your host, Boomy Ladditon, woman, wife, mother of three, compulsive eater, and chronic procrastinator. This is episode three. So I've made a decision. I'm going to keep the podcast swear free so that you can listen to it in front of your kids. And I've been trying to swear less anyway. It's not easy. Motherhood almost demands that you drop F-bombs if you ask me, but I'm going to try. I'm going to give it, like I give everything, about 72%. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow because I have to take my toddler to the play center. And I love spending time with the little dude. I do, but only at home. Um, He's two and a half now, almost three. So you know what that means. We've got some dark days ahead, people. Much is said about those terrible twos, but when it comes down to it, age three is when you're most likely looking to joint custody with the grandparents. Living with a three-year-old, it's like being a nurse in a mental institution, except you have just one patient and you're related to them. I, I really believe that if Carters could just invest in some three T straight jackets, you know, make it organic, bamboo, whatever people wanted, those things would it would sell like hotcakes. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But I'm I'm not even saying the twos are easy. The twos are a goldfish cracker, poop stained roller coaster of emotion. We can all agree on that. But the threes, unless you've had a muscle dense quarterback of a three year old pimp slap you, or we're having to leave the park before nightfall. You you can't understand because two year olds they they don't know what they want, but at least they're opening to figuring it out. Three year olds know what they want on some level, but part of their whole Hannibal Lecter mind game deal is that you need to wade through their jungle of a psyche to get to it. They are they are complex. The, the twos are hard because. You're being introduced to your child's will for the first time you know they go from that baby to that toddler and it's shocking but at the end of the, the day, two-year-olds are like puppies they're they're messy, they're loud but and they're endearing. two-year-olds they're built like little they look like cherubs they're they're adorable, they're easily distracted they're they're goofy. Three-year-olds are stone cold they don't care that baby fat just thins out and it takes with with it all of all of its caring all of its compassion a 3 year old will cut you down with their new phone vocabulary you know they have they have a phd in your weaknesses and they exploit it for no other reason than to draw strength from your tears i do believe that my son he turns 3 at the end of the spring and i can i can feel it starting he's he's doing this thing now where even though he he can enunciate just fine, he'll slur his words. And I thought he was developing some kind of speech impediment or something was going on neurologically. Like, did I drop him? I don't know. But I, I was Googling left and right. And then I realized that he wasn't even doing it for grandma or grandpa. Only when he talked to me. And you know why? Because chaos. That That's why. He'll either talk like he's had eight shots of tequila or he screams incoherently. There's nothing in between. And then he gets wildly upset because I can't understand his gibberish. And that's that's my entire life right now. So, And I'm not saying three-year-olds are bad. They're not, they're not bad because there are no bad children, just spirited children. They're, they're nuts. I, they're, three-year-olds are emotionally unstable powder kegs in the midst of a mid-baby crisis. They need, they need safe space, boundaries, consequences, simple carbohydrates, and, and streaming Netflix to make it through the day. You know, I feel like I should get one of those teardrop tattoos on my face for each three-year-old that I survive. Do you know how I get through the threes? How I get through? I get th- lollipops and gummy vitamins. I make it rain in my house with three-year-olds. And dinner time, dinner time is already hard for me. It's already easily. I'm just going to put it out there. It's the worst part of my day, but it's about to get worse because three-year-olds find reasons to reject meals that are so complex that they almost start to make sense. On, on some of you think that something's wrong with you. I mean, example, they'll see things like this lasagna smells like a sneeze. Grapes make my tongue feel red. The broccoli yelled at me. And what do you even do with that? So you can't let yourself get pulled into the alternate dimension and reality that 3-year-olds live in. You know, you have to just get ready for the longest meals you've you've ever sat through. Put a cushion under your bum, you know, because you're going to be there for a while. If if you've never seen a 3-year-old take 2 minutes to chew 4 grains of rice, good for you. Because I have I've witnessed that. Uh, three-year-olds, they do a number on your self-esteem. That's for one. I'm waiting for my son to say I hate you for the first time. I know it's coming. That's always fun. It's a good time. I like to respond with a very calm, and I love you. You know, So they're like, I hate you. I hate you, mama. And you go, and I love you. It makes them angry, but I feel like part of good parenting is the revenge. I believe it's, I believe it's Gandhi who, who first said that. But you know what else starts with the threes? That hoarder-style collecting. That's when they start collecting rocks, garbage, leaves, broken pencils, and they'll ask you to hold it for them, you know, like you're some kind of Swiss vault, kind of living and breathing bank, like, as if I have nothing better than to do than to guard a dirty leaf with my life. One man's trash is another three-year-old's treasure, and that is for sure. So just prepare yourself for a home full of Ziploc, bags of pebbles— shoe box, strings, you know, empty parmesan cheese containers of buttons. And God help you if you throw anything away. Cause the second you do, that's when they ask for it. That's when they start pulling all kinds of receipts. Like I remember I gave you this on February the 14th at 2 14 PM. Where is it? And if you don't have something to show, then well you just have to buy them something. Or like I said before, you just make it rain. Um the gummy vitamins. I don't even think there are any vitamins in those things frankly, because I've almost killed a whole bottle and nothing happened to me. I wasn't stronger. I wasn't weaker. So we need to, we need to do a class action. But the threes, though. I mean, the good thing about three-year-olds, is at least they can use an iPad. So there's a silver lining with that. Uh, but So what's, what, what'd what you say? What's in my crock pot right now? Thank you for asking. Uh, tonight, I'm making slow cooker ribs. They take 8 hours, so we'll either have a feast of epic proportions or it'll just be a hot ceramic bowl of meat mush, I don't know. I follow the recipe about 70 75%, so whatever happens happens. That's that's where I'm going, that's that's how I'm approaching it. Um I'm serving it with white bread slices and canned corn because that's just how I get down, and white bread can be a side dish. So you guys need to stop criticizing people. It's food you know I hate how dinners have to be so fancy now if you already know me you know i I blame Pinterest for this but it's ridiculous that food has to look and taste good it's too much it's entirely too much I don't know where you guys live but I'm in Canada I'm American I like to I always feel like I have to tell people that just so you know red white blue but I'm American I've been here for about seven years and people always expect me to hate winter because of the whole California thing I'm from California but I don't I find seasons to be somewhat exciting because I always grew up with, there's mild weather all the time. Um, every four months here in, in Canada, the, the life changes pretty dramatically. In the winter, kids play in the snow. They love it. My kids ski. It's beautiful. It can be annoying, but since I rarely leave the house, my husband, he um, shovels the, the walk. So, you know, I, I don't mind it too much. In, in the spring, everything starts blooming again. That's exciting. In the summer, they get to enjoy the warm weather from inside while they play on their iPads. <laughs> in the fall, we go apple picking, and they cry because I don't let them bring their iPads on the, on the Apple tractor or trailer. And then we're back to winter again. And I, I'm feeling starting to feel kind of bad because I, I haven't taken my kids anywhere, like on vacation. All my friends are doing it right now or planning it. We go places near home, but I haven't taken them on a real a real getaway. Um, my friend Simon C. Holland, the internet comedian man and, and father of two, who I'm starting another podcast with, he's in Disney World with his kids right now. And I'm just, I'm just pouring one out for him and his sanity because he's been there a few days. So you know he wishes he was dead on some level. Come on, let's just be honest. Let's be real about that. Staying with kids in hotels. But... Um, I, you know, I, I really do feel like I should just suck it up and take my kids somewhere. and I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, I, just, I just made the decision right now, live on the podcast, I'm going to take my children somewhere. I'm going to take them to Costco. This Friday, we're going to go to Costco. We're going to start off in the electronics department, weave through the dried foods before hitting up that bakery, make our way through the tables of clothing, finish near the toys if they're good. They can pick something out, $7 each. Uh, including tax, of course. And maybe I'll even spring for a hot dog. But, well, it'd be cheaper if I just bought a pack of hot dogs and then made them at home. It's not even like they eat the bread. So I'll probably do that. I'll buy some hot dogs. I remember once I, I wrote a piece about Disneyland. Actually, I talked about Disneyland, how I'm not taking my kids to Disney. I wrote it for for a Huffington Post and that piece got me more hate mail than anything I have ever written. Disney fans are hardcore. You Disney fans, you guys are crazy. I'm it's an amusement park. It's not representative of your enchi- entire childhood. You would have think you, you would have thought that I I just lambasted somebody's grandmother by the way the emails I was getting when I went after Disney. I didn't say Disney is terrible. I just said I don't want to go. I don't like I don't like lines. I don't like crowds of people. I feel like I'm in a meat grinder. I don't like all the merchandising. If I were I, I can't do Disneyland. I'd rather take my kids to there they make Disney stores. I would take them there. Um wouldn't buy anything, but <laughs> I would I would take them there, but people got so angry. Oh, my gosh. And I've written a lot of a lot of controversial things, but for some reason you touch on Disney and the locos come out. But so that's my show for today. I'm keeping it short and simple. I know you guys, you know, don't have a lot of time. I'm keeping it short like my attention span. Um, but, yeah, like I said, this is One Crazy Mother with Doomy Ladditon. Thanks for tuning in.